Welcome to Time Play 3HL, a video game podcast where we play a video game for three hours and then talk about it. My name is Lockie. And my name is Louie, and this week I played three hours of The Elder Scrolls V Skyrim. We didn't even talk about the music in this episode, like the title music. That is good. Is it? Yeah. How, how does it sound? Dum, 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 dum. It's a classic one. Right? Yeah. I think that's the Elder Scrolls music, and they use it for Skyrim as long as oh, there's really? everything else. I think it's uh, like a... Interesting. It was in Oblivion, because, I, yeah, as I said, I watched some Oblivion. Interesting. Maybe, was it? There's definitely a theme that carries over, and I think it's that one. But they they added some nice like Skyrim like stuff like the the big choir the big man choir. That's Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> no, it's not. It sounds a lot like it though. <laughs> All songs sound like Pirates of the Caribbean. Go back to the Dungeons of Dreadmore episode to find out more about this topic. <laughs> it, yeah, no, that's Skyrim. We don't talk about the music, so we have now. That's Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> I know. Are you the only person in the world that still does that? I, I hope not. <laughs> I think you might be. <laughs> I do it all the time as well. Like, all the time. Yeah, you do. I know. You do it every time we start the podcast, but I cut it out. <laughs> do you really? <laughs> no, I mean, I always start from... Um, I start usually when I say Lockie, and you like to, you know, make noises up until that point. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how to start a podcast, to be honest. You just, well, you just say the other person's name. Or welcome. Welcome. I mean, that's our intro. So welcome. We do have that covered, which is something. Welcome. To Time Play 3HR, a video um, game podcast. Lucky. Yeah. Yes. Hi. Hi. How are you? It's, um, Sava? it's Friday. It's sorry, not Friday. It's Monday midday. Midday Monday. Nice time to report a... Co- oh, my gosh. Nice Apparently time <laughs> to record a podcast, <laughs> you could say. Oh, yeah, it's all right, isn't it? I feel a bit... Sure. I'm in the middle of a work day, so, you know, it's a bit like, oh, step out of work mode and into into the fun zone that is uh-huh. Time Played 3HR. <laughs> uh-huh. 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 Um, I like it. Transitioning from my work voice to my fun zone voice. Do you have a work voice? Probably. Probably. How do you... Yes. Um, Yes. How well do you know your boss? Like, really well? Um, Yes. Yeah. Do you like him? Um, Oh, you mean my line manager? I don't know. Um, No, I don't... don't, um, She's relatively new. Um, oh. I don't know her that well. That's weird. You've been there for ages. Why aren't you ahead of her? 
<laughs> this is not how jobs work. Just a very different <laughs> job to me. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> She's a project manager and I can't manage shit. <laughs> <laughs> you can. You do it every day with business. That's true. Business your dog, not business, business the your dog, not business the business. business. Uh-huh. Um, how well do you know your boss, Lockie? Kind of well. Do you like them? Yeah. Yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy about that. Yeah, me too. Me too. It's nice to hear. Yeah. Um, anyway, you're well, I'm assuming? Yeah. Life's breezy? Life's breezy. You have Easy, a... squeezy, breezy. Okay, so it's getting a bit cold, must say. It's getting a bit cold. Uh, yeah, oh my god, I sat out in the cold for like nine hours yesterday, it was miserable. Do you do you wear gloves? I, I bought gloves, yeah. <laughs> I actually bought gloves. I had gloves to, because I'm yeah. using a computer, so my hands were ice uh, ice blocks. Yeah, that's Two rough. old ice blocks on the end of my arms. But I, I bought gloves uh, from Sano's. Nice. Five pound. Do, do they give you enough, like... Um... Uh, flexibility, like you feel like you can press all the keys. Well, that's exactly what I was looking for, Louis. Funny you should say that. Yeah. Um, I no joke tried on. It wasn't that many. Probably six pairs of gloves. Uh, okay. All the first ones were the ones that looked really warm, and then as yeah. soon as I put them on, yeah. I just felt like I lost all control of my hand, <laughs> uh, which is a horrible. It's a horrible feeling. Uh huh. Yeah. I, I, agree. I really don't like it. Yeah, gloves are tough. Um, and then there are some little cotton ones. You have to find something quite a low profile, I guess. Yeah, they were just like the cheapest ones. Um, yeah. Which feels bad, though, because the quality of them felt like they were half the quality of the ones that I tried on first. Uh, but the ones I tried on first, which admittedly I did lose control of my hand in, um, were only like a pound more. I think there were six pounds for the good ones mm. for like a decent brand or five mm. pounds for the crap ones where you can mm. still control your fingers. Mm. I went for those. You need like a super thin material that's got like a built-in like lined heating system that like USB plugs into the laptop. That sounds awful. You know, like it's just like filled with tiny little like that wire heating. Horrible, horrible, runs up the sweaty fingers. hands <laughs> that just sweat into this like electric lined glove. Yeah. Which um, you won't clean ever. Yeah. So you'd need to have them to be like uh, disposable. I am, um, I, I, uh, Borrowed my dad's tire pumping kit yesterday. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, not, this not isn't, this is not an going. interesting story <laughs> at all. This is one of the more boring ones, but um, it's not even a story. Um, anyway, one of my tires was flat, as you can imagine. Uh, and he just had this little, I didn't know they made these because I'm a scrub. It's just like this really small little compact kit and you plug it into your um, the lighter thing that in the car, cars. For some reason, oh, still have yeah, these yeah, lighter yeah, of course. Things. And you just plug it directly into that, and and then it um, plug it into your tire, and it, it pumps the tire up. Um, You're kidding me. Yeah. But like the, for me, I I was just amazed by this. I just I just I didn't know you could get that much juice out of the lighter of a 
It's a it's a real mystery that thing, you know. <laughs> it is weird. Like... The whole source of electricity from a car comes yeah. from a lighter thing. <laughs> yeah, it's so strange. Because um, I, I imagine these days... And they also... N- rarely do you get into a used car and one of those things works. <laughs> I mean... So often busted anyway. These um, days, I'd be so surprised if a new car even came with the lighter aspect of the lighter thing, rather than just having it as, like, an electric output. Well, no, no, I actually, this is true. My my one, it doesn't have the bit that... The little plungy bit, it that that bit that is just the a cigarette. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just a That's bizarre to it's think just about. A, it's like a little plug, a plastic plug that goes into it when it's not being used. That looks exactly like the plugs, the little lightery bits, but it's not. It's just a bit of plastic. It really interesting. I've now I've also never seen a human being light a cigarette on one of those. Oh, because I mean, people. I mean, do people even smoke in cars anymore? Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, they do. They do, they do all the time. Um, I've never seen someone use one. Maybe because none of them work. I, I remember. I remember playing. But also, with they're it a the lot source of all power. Yeah, I've definitely burnt myself <laughs> it's on that. Bizarre, isn't it? Yeah, you should just push it down, pull it out, sort of hover it near your hand, or like a winter's day. <laughs> wait for it to wait for it to cool down. My my body, and then like touch it because <laughs> yeah. it would come out orange. It was like a glowing yeah. orange spiral in the, the, the metal coil. Peugeot 206? Yeah, that's a car. Peugeot 206. That's uh, a car. No, this isn't it. <laughs> Is that the only car they named me had? <laughs> it was a Peugeot number. Uh, 306? 206 is the only one I recognize. It's not a 306. How about 406? Is this their naming convention? <laughs> <laughs> these why, are all cars these why do they cars. just go up in a hundreds with a six at the end 206 what do you call a long car uh uh depends what country you're in i like guess a, like a four-door a saloon long. in america would be a four-door car five-door car none of these are the car i had as a kid my parents had as a kid that had a uh lighter built in they all have lighters built in Yeah, and Go- so did mine. Google, Google, do cars still have built-in lighters? Do cars still have... Cigarette lighters. Uh, built-in lighters. They, they have to, because like, how else you are you going to get How quick I can type. <laughs> um. uh, do cars still have built-in lighters? Many cars even feature an ashtray in the back. No, uh, that... Oh, no, that's the... F- Top thing that came up said six things we miss from old cars. <laughs> Ashtrays. I want to read this. <laughs> hey, you know what is funny? The car phone. Yeah. There's a few Seinfeld episodes that feature the car phone, which yeah. is a telephone in a car, which obviously you know. Of course. Some people might not. Yes. Don't bark. I know. You know what actually sucked was the uh, roll up and down windows. Uh, that's still a thing, too. Yeah, but they suck. Yeah. Hey, uh, this week we played Skyrim. Oh, yeah, the video game Skyrim. Mm-hmm. We're ten minutes in. Uh, let's talk about it. Um, if you, if we must, um, Skyrim. Lucky, I played three hours of Skyrim. Um, on that, the, the special <laughs> edition, or whatever it was called. I played, I, I also, um, owned a version of Skyrim on Steam, but it was the, the original one, um, 
So I played your version. <laughs> Just in fair case enough. it was any better. Um, yeah, fair enough. Which it looked exactly as I remember, but I'm sure there are changes. Um, uh, yeah, Skyrim. Um, the Elder Scrolls Five. Yeah. Skyrim. Um, I think. Yeah. The. Um, uh, 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 yeah, Skyrim came out in 2011. Um, I played it in 2011. Um, and uh, I think I was thinking about it like Skyrim was um, I think Skyrim was probably one of the first for me it was like one of the first like open world RPGs I had ever played really like really like RPGs in general I had not touched that much until Skyrim um, I couldn't think of another I'm, one I'm of trying similar to think what else there is in that category I mean there's so nowadays few like every game is project. that but like well, sure. Skyrim then was quite um, quite specific, um, and I I remember specifically being completely enamoured with it the first time I played it. Late, especially for the first ten or twenty hours, being just kind of um, that that feeling of of not knowing where the walls are in a video game. Like what are, what are the boundaries that a video game has? Um, Skyrim was one of those games where it's like, wow, you, I could do anything. Like I remember walking into Whiterun or whatever and like, and just being like, wow, look at that person just walk across the street or like, <laughs> um, the, or they're having like these like random conversations, which after twenty hours you realize that random conversation only ever happens once, <laughs> and then they just go about doing the same thing over and over again. But the first time you're there, it feels like limitless, yeah. um, uh, which is an incredible feeling. Um, now, uh, <clears throat> ten years later, um, playing Skyrim is a very different experience. Um, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's, it's so filled with elements of what was once then and then also elements of this game has been uh reproduced a million times uh they haven't made a new one since mm-hmm. uh people obsessively love it still uh that's just i don't know i am i'm i'm yeah i'm playing it again i'm surprised people obsessively still buy skyrim <laughs> um because it I think for me, I don't really feel much like warm nostalgia towards Skyrim, even though I had a great time the first time I played it. I don't feel it doesn't fill me with like good vibes. Like I would play a different game from like that I played on PS3. You know, it's not like going back to I don't know, I don't know most PS3 games that I like. I don't know a completely different genre. But like, if I went back to play the original Uncharted, which is probably aged worse than Skyrim, I would definitely feel a lot warmer to that than I would Skyrim. And I don't really know what it is. Maybe maybe it's, it's just... surely just narrative. Yeah. Maybe the yeah. story and characters. I just I guess I don't particularly connect with the Skyrim world is of Skyrim. Only gameplay. Yeah. I mean that's not true. <laughs> I don't think that's true. It, but I think it is largely true. I mean, you know, I think everything within gameplay of exploration and discovery mm. um hitting stuff does not feel good. <laughs> Swinging your sword does not feel good. Swinging the sword doesn't feel good. Um, uh, although, that said, I've never given swinging a sword enough of a go to really feel like I can give it a fair judgment. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Like, I imagine maybe if you level it up, have a shield, block. I don't think I've ever picked up a shield and used it yeah. in Skyrim, which I should have done That's this time around. I was, I was trying to play it, like, in a way that I would not have oh, of course, you 10 never. years ago. And yeah. uh, there were some little ways I did that, but, like, in the end, I did sort of end up... I started. I ended up going full magic in the three hours, which is not a lot of time. Um, sure. Uh, which is not something I did the first time I played it for sure. Um, nice. So that was kind of interesting, but how, that would that, that def- definitely would have been my second choice. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's alright. I think I remember the reason playing magic. I remember the reason I sort of stopped, tr- like not really trying it that much the first time I played it, which is um, running out of magic juice when you main as a magic person is really annoying. Um, yeah. And I imagine by leveling that up, that largely goes away. Um, but for the first three hours, like, you just kind of... The, Skyrim doesn't really have any, like, weapon switching. You're, you're it's, like... It's awful. It's so strange. It does, you're, it like, does though. It does, but it's not obvious. You can yeah. set it up so you can number bind it. Right, okay. Uh, built in. If you... The way I figured it out, I don't know if there's a better way to do it is if you set an item to favorite and then enter your favorites menu, you can then number bind them. Okay. Um, Which I guess you couldn't do on console. Can't be on a controller. No, I don't remember. There Um, must be a way, because it's just so important to be able to switch quickly in this game. Yeah, so you're like... I'm sure there's a million mods to make it better. um, uh, So just like magic users, like you'll be, whatever, you'll be throwing out fireballs, a stream of fire, and then you'll just run out of magic uh, and to... You'd be like, most other games I feel like you'd play, okay, now I'll hit you with my sword. Um, but if you were like dual wielding the fire, then you have to go into the uh, weapons inventory and swap it to a different weapon, which is just um, clunky and slow. Um, and also the UI is like absolutely designed for controllers. Um, so like going into the settings, the the inventory with a mouse and keyboard does not feel good i'm sure there are a bajillion mods to solve that but um yeah as a standard it definitely feels more (laughs) set up for controllers and hilariously uh it feels better on mouse and keyboard than it does on controllers in Mm. in terms of navigating that ui like Mm. it was designed for controllers but it still feels much better using a mouse i don't know it I didn't does. try a controller, but like trying to navigate that thing just used to take forever. I mean, yeah. I think that was the, I. I loved Skyrim too. Again, haven't played it for ten years, um, essentially. But back then, the thing that stopped me playing Skyrim was the clunkiness of the UI, the long load times. Mm-hmm. Um, that's about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was honestly the long load times is. <laughs> I feel like the low largely times on PS3 were fucking brutal. <laughs> it, going into a house would take forty yeah. seconds. Yeah, going into a dungeon would take like a minute. Yeah, more. Um, you were committing to doing anything in that game. Yeah, which meant that it adjusted the way you played because if you see a house which might have something in it that you'd want to go check out quickly, you're committing like three minutes to just popping into a house. Yeah. And popping out. Um, and so that was one thing that was great about playing uh, Skyrim today, is that load times weren't, weren't a thing. Um, um, I feel like we should probably follow structure, which we've already abandoned because Skyrim is such an obvious game. But I feel like we should we should tell... We should, what is what is Skyrim? Uh, it's, it's an RPG. It's a fantasy RPG. 
that's big first person <laughs> can be played third person yeah um yeah. dragon swords magic dragons um goodies bodies coincidentally I was, um goodies and bodies uh stream i was watching um someone just randomly started playing oblivion um yesterday and um i i've never played oblivion and i watched a bit of that and like it just, I guess it, it made me realize watching the, having seen both of them side by side, like the, I can imagine like a lot of what made Skyrim so popular was that sl- ever so slight shift into something that wasn't quite traditional fantasy that Oblivion is. Like Oblivion like comes across as very much like medieval fantasy goblins sort of we stuff, D&D stuff. Um, where, whereas Skyrim has this kind of Nordic, um, almost Viking sort of mm, true tilt to it, which, which, um, that plus with the dragons just gives it this slight, <laughs> slight interesting edge over other generic fantasy worlds. Um, sure. which I think probably for me at the time as well, like, um, in 2011 allowed me to be a bit more interested in. I remember just having no interest in Oblivion at all, like looking at Really? Looking at like the like just like the the landscapes I mean, and the, the architecture. PS3. Like, oh, this looks so bland. Oblivion was uh, pretty much debut game um for PS3, right? I think it was like a it was like a launch game on Xbox three sixty. Um and then PS3 came out a year later and I don't know if Oblivion came out the same time as the PS3 or if it was later than that or what. I remember because Sean Ritchie was the first person to have a PS3 in our year. Mm-hmm. Uh, insanely. <laughs> um, and I remember going to his house and wanting to play Oblivion and playing Oblivion and think it was the coolest thing. Sure. But he literally had his PS3 plugged into a CRT. Yeah. And I've told this story before, but... <laughs> It's just insane. I you had know, a like, PS3 on a CRT for a, a little while, I think. I think like no, but it was like in his. It was it was just yours was like in your room. His was in a lounge, um, and it yeah. was literally tiny, teensy tiny to the point where you couldn't <laughs> read text on the screen. Yeah, yeah. Um, which was so offensive, seeing as he was the first person to get a PS3. I mean, yeah, if you can spring for a PS3, you could probably spring for an HDTV <laughs> at that time. <laughs> Maybe you have to make the choice. They're both incredibly expensive in 2007 or whatever. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I remember him killing an enemy mm. and just being absolutely amazed and had my mind was just blown by the fact that you could just take any piece of armor or any weapon. Yeah. It's, from that, that character. Stuff's, that stuff's wild, like that. Uh, it does make me sad as just as you play more games that like those little like things start obviously very quickly become less and less interesting. And I think that's why Skyrim is always the game that makes me think about that because it was. And now really... here we are pumping Cruelty Squad right into our veins. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Come on. Um, I need something. <laughs> yeah, this doesn't hit good. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, cool. like yeah, exactly. Um, but Skyrim is just like for me the quintessential example of like um, that sense of wonderment and awe 
slowly dissipating over the course of 60 hours <laughs> as you as you just get more and more used to the space and understand its rules and boundaries um but and at then, the same time and then bethesda couldn't bethesda do anything do a, i disagree i think they do a great job at giving you fuck tons of content um and yes a lot of it is similar but at the same time i think there are a lot of interesting missions delivered to you uh, in very interesting ways in this game that mm. I think is almost unmatched by any other game. That's probably not true, but this is a great example of a game where you walk around. Um, the people you meet on the road in this game, I think, are some of the best examples of like storytelling ever. Wow. You, know, you meet uh, the Both. most interesting people <laughs> giving you the most interesting missions. You find a book. And it's like, oh, this gives you a hint as to where a sword is. Love it. You find uh -huh. another person. Uh, yes, we are this sort of people. We are having this problem sort out. Ah, yes, hello. I'm delivering this offering to a giant's camp. And I'm sure all the same ones come up. Uh, but when you haven't played it in 10 years, it's great. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I, I, would, I would say that since then the pros, that whole thing has been done and refined by other developers. But like but I sure. get going back to it after 10 years, like it might feel a little novel, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. They, they, I mean, I'll say they, that like really running into people on the road, like I ran into a thief and he was like, can I have your shit? And I said, no. And then I killed him. <laughs> that oh, was really, that was my, I, I, I deliberately did not go to white run because yeah, me too. I just like, I can't follow this main story path. Um, so the guy was like, I'm going to go here and I'll meet you there. And I was like, no, nah, I'm, I'm going left. Um, yeah. So I, did I, the exact, I did the exact same. Did you go to Falkreath? That's the first town I came across. Uh, I mostly wandered wilderness. Okay. Nice. Yeah, yeah so I, I, in my attempt to try and play it a little differently, um, I picked a race that I would never pick. Um, I picked an orc. Um, I played as a man. And uh, I decided that I would... My goal in the three hours was to get to Solitude, which is um, one of the towns that's kind of on the other side of the map. And it's the kind of head of the Imperials, which is the, okay. one of the two warring factions in Skyrim is the Imperials and the Stormcloaks, um, and side with the Imperials because that was not something I ever did. Um, and, yeah, so this guy's whole... My whole plan was like, all right, this guy, he just loves the Imperials, like... He's just, like, super into them. Um, but he's also a bit of a dick. That and uh, that's what I did. And I, by the time I got to the Imperials, my three hours was up. <laughs> um, yeah. I did one mission for them. They were like, cool, you can be an Imperial. And then I closed the game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, I also fair. became that's a vampire fair. somewhere in that three hours as well. Oh, nice. Hmm. Nice. Sounds like a productive three hours. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I did my best as well to avoid um, main story missions and content that I could remember. So I, I, you know, I sort of enjoyed doing was getting in the mindset, doing a little RP. I was like, I got three hours. Mm -hmm. um, I'm out. What would my character want to do? So mm -hmm. I thought, eh, here we go. Find a little house, steal some food, mm -hmm. sort of survive a bit, wander around. Um I, but it it is hard to do that when essentially ninety percent of people you come across are bandits, yeah. slash other generic bad guys who you have to kill yeah. and can't interact with. 
because uh, it, it makes it really awkward when you see a person and you just have to assume they're an enemy. And if you go close to them, it sort of yeah ruins the combat experience. So I, I played my first run as a magicman. Um, this time I was doing archery. Mm. Archery is what uh, I used to do. Yeah, I remember that. I remember seeing your character. <laughs> I remember that as well, actually. I remember <laughs> going to your house, like seeing your character and the damage you did with your bow. And I was yeah. like, what the fuck? It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the fuck? I, I shoot my magic. I'm like a fully juiced up magicman. Um, I do like a fifth of your damage. So I was like, maybe I'll, I'll try archery. Um, yeah, if you can get a sneak attack with your bow and arrow, um, you can you can one-shot quite a lot of stuff. You can just one-shot your way through most stuff. Yeah, which is a nice experience. And aiming the bow and arrow is one of, I'd say, the more satisfying yeah, it's uh, definitely, combat mechanics in this game. It definitely feels... Um, yeah, most so not accurate, but like best represented. Whereas like randomly flailing your sword and kind of hoping you connect with the other guy who doesn't really seem to flinch when you do it, yeah. uh, and he just keeps hitting you anyway. Like that, that definitely feels like the melee combat is a lot of just like trading blows until one of you dies. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and then the magic seems to be like just try to keep your distance as guys run at you and hope they burn to death before they. Well, yeah, reach I mean, the mag- the magic is interesting because there are so many different spells. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, and and the, I, I remember I used to play mostly, almost as an archer, with these ice spikes. Mm. Um, I used to just like charge up this big ice spike and then launch it at them, uh, and it looked and felt great. Mm. Uh, I think it just didn't do as much damage. Yeah, but no, there's um. Aiming up a shot feels pretty good, taking your time, as well as uh, sort of leading the arrow mm. and predicting where the, where the person will be if they're moving. Both feel pretty good. It's funny as well because you can, like, if you do what we did, which was ignore the main quest, um, you won't get any of the, like, the dragon shout powers. I don't, I don't know if you can get that, any of that stuff in the open world or if you have to wait for a special quest to, like, ignite it in your body. Um, I don't remember. I think, I but think they're pretty can. powerful things. I think you just need on. dragon souls. I don't remember. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't see remember. any dragons on my. No, I, me neither. I can almost imagine dragons just don't spawn until you see that first one, which is like a scripted experience. Um, outside sure. White Run, whatever it's called. I don't um, remember. But I'd be curious. Um, yeah. It's a lot of walking around, eh? Yeah, it's a lot of like, which I'm fine with. I don't. I think. Yeah, me too. I think. Um. I um. Yeah, playing it like I don't really have any. Yeah, I don't have much nostalgia for it. So like the art style to me, I don't really like. Um. Uh, it's not because it's bad. I just I just don't feel any warmth to it. So like wandering around the space, it doesn't. It's not really doing much for me. Um. Um, but it's not boring. Um, you got the music going. Music's kind of very music nice, <laughs> but it's it's nice to have. Nice, um, yeah. And the landscape's the landscape. Yeah, not too interesting, not too bad. It's very mountainous, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Hmm. 
stuff's really good. Are you, are you not nostalgic at all about like the glitchiness of it? Um, the thing, the the my favorite thing about Skyrim, which I tried to recreate here, and I guess they patched it out ten million patches ago, um, is um, you can put buckets on people's heads, and yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> this is this is. This is the headline from ten years ago. Yeah, that like that. <laughs> this I, was on every games website article. So ever. good. Um, uh, so for someone that wasn't <laughs> playing games basically ten years ago, um, uh, he wasn't getting their IGN daily fix. Yeah. Um, um, you um, like the best example is if you go into any like shopkeeper's place, they'll be like, shop around, but don't touch anything. Um, but they all, they have like random sort of baskets dotted around the place and buckets and stuff, and you can pick up any like loose item in the game. So one of the better things about Bethesda's games is like they just have a bunch of loose shit around, um, like the physics objects. So you can pick up a yeah, bucket, which is which is what caused half of the problems. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Especially on PS3 that had like no RAM. And it, anyway, um, so you can drop a bucket. You can actually very delicately place one of these buckets on top of a shopkeeper's head and they won't react to it. They'll just have a bucket on their head, but it completely cuts off their uh, vision, obviously, Um, uh, which means you can just go completely steal everything from the shop and they won't know, Um, which was just amazing. I I think it's such a wonderful bug because it's like, it it wasn't intentional, but at the same time was sort of in its own way realistic, which makes it quite satisfying. Yeah, um, it, you don't feel like you're you're absolutely breaking, taking advantage, but you're not breaking something. You're you're not breaking the reality. I mean, in the fact that if you put a bucket over someone's head, they won't be able to see, and if they don't take it off, you know they they can't see you. Yeah. Uh, so to that extent, it feels um, feels pretty good. Um, so I don't know if. It seems like I tried to do it quite a few times <laughs> this time through, and whenever I put the bucket on it, they, it would just kind of pop off their head. So they decided to fix that, which is a real shame. Yeah. Um, I, I had a pretty funny one. Uh, I was talking to some people in a house, and um, there was like a tray with some food on it. Mm. <laughs> it just suddenly like bounced up and onto <laughs> the character's lap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, which is you know, a good experience. Yeah, I have... It's nice seeing that stuff. I have, I guess, probably, like, that. some of my strongest, fondest memories is just, like, the bugs that people were posting back in 2011 of, like... Or, like, some mm. things like PC console commands and people spawning in, like, a thousand cheese wheels and letting them roll down a mountain or filling their house with skulls or... Yeah, well, that, I mean... That sort of stuff. Because these games do let you have houses. Yes. Uh... I mean, I remember doing that stuff. I remember spending a lot of time decorating my Skyrim house. Yeah. A lot of time. Yeah. And then they, I think there was some DLC which let you have like a customizable house that you could like yeah, there was. build stuff onto it. But the again, playing that on PS3 was brutal because of the load times going in and out of that house. And I think you had to like, some of the crafting stuff for the house was outside. So you would yeah. be going in and out. <laughs> over and over again um with a minute load with a minute load on top of the fact that the frame rate was at like 20 and um 
and that was what that was like that was probably also one of those first times that i experienced kind of controversy from a game just running terribly um uh on the ps3 that was a whole big thing you, you don't really sort of compute it when you're young you know like why wouldn't this game work <laughs> but why yeah. are the loads so slow just yeah. make them quicker yeah just just cut them in half it's it's awful I have it's I have probably still on this phone um footage of I've like filmed off screen of like my horse flying. Um which is in, bizarre to think. In what? Back. In Skyrim. So like I just have like I filmed my horse like taking off. Oh yeah, here from it is. This week or from... No, no, from twenty eleven. I'm looking at it right now. And it the frame rate's running at like Wow. It's still on your phone? Yeah, I have every phone I've ever taken on my on an iPhone on my phone. Holy shit, how how much content I, is that? I guess in like iCloud or whatever. Still. <laughs> I'm just I'm looking impressed. At it now. This is literally this is less than a frame a second. Um <laughs> This is this beautiful stuff. I'll put it in the Discord. <laughs> sure. Put it in the uh, 3HR Discord. Yeah, from December 19th, 2011. Wow. And then I go off this hill and hey, I start picking up. Hey, that's not far away. It's coming up. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, nearly on the 10-year anniversary. A month away from a 10-year anniversary from Flying Horse. Are there any good pictures of me in that uh, iCloud? Um, do you remember that stop-motion film we made? Yeah, I still have that. I think that's probably all on here. Oh, I do have another Skyrim picture of four three spawns of the same guy standing next to each other um i'll just scroll through and find something good if you but yeah i want to go through all my old pictures and find a whole bunch of, i want to print out <laughs> i've got um, a video here of you playing ukulele which i won't play out loud <laughs> holy shit please burn that no, i'll send it to you okay Anyway, um, yeah, podcasting. Um, what were you saying? I don't remember. Okay, nice. Anything interesting happened to you on your Skyrim adventures, or kind of pretty no. standard? Pretty standard. Pretty standard. I was playing it on my uh, laptop though. Mm-hmm. How was uh, that? Which meant it run, which nice. was kind of cool. Uh, it's weird playing games on a laptop. It gave me massive flashbacks to uni, where. Uh, I played endless hours of Isaac on my laptop watching telly. And uh, it's quite uncomfortable. And I forgot how awful it is because the laptop gets warm and your (laughs) wrist is sort of resting on the, you know, front end of the laptop to the left of the trackpad with your fingers on WASD. Um, And you just, it warms up your wrist. Warm metal against wrist. Very uncomfortable. Why you should have just plugged in a keyboard? I should have, but it would have been a lot of work. When you say a lot, but like getting under the desk, unplugging things, getting the phone out, unplugging two USBs, plugging them into my keyboard, mm. and then doing it all over again. Or I do that, or do what I did, which was get one of my masks, my. Uh, 
face masks mm-hmm. and put it under my wrist to sort of act as a barrier. Okay. But you, you did unplug a mouse, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's easy enough. Okay. That's easy enough to do. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, Elder Scrolls Five Skyrim. You looking forward yeah. to Elder Scrolls Six? Yeah. Yeah? I actually have a lot. You'll have to get an Xbox or a PC, I guess. I'm going to go with a PC. Okay, fair enough. Oh, oh I guess um, I'll tell you what you're playing next week. Mm, let me know. Let on me. Um, uh, it just came out. This is a brand new video game. Oh, shit. Um, I I played it this weekend. It's it's only... It's, it's like under two hours, so... If you've got a busy week, it's perfect. I love it. Actually, don't, but... <laughs> well, I, can, I can give you but Cruelty Squad again, if you like. I would do it. I would play it. Um, uh, it's called um, X01. Um, uh, that's it. Uh, yeah, it looks amazing. Doesn't it? It looks amazing. From your clip on Twitter? Yeah. It looks amazing. Yeah, it, it is that amazing. It's great. Okay, I... I'm looking forward to playing this game. I was hoping you'd suggest it. You have. And now I get to play it. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, Lucky. Louis? This podcast goes up every single week on the podcast platform of your choosing. Mm-hmm. But did you know, Lucky, that on top of the podcast, we also have a bunch of social things that we don't engage with that much, like... Get out of here. We do? Have social platforms that we don't <laughs> engage with? Uh, we have a Twitter. What do we um, have? Uh, we, we have an Instagram. Yeah, and uh, we have a Discord, which I would say is our most active platform currently. Yo. Um, uh, you can find all of those in links to the description. But if I've forgotten, like I did last week, you can find them via one or the other. But mostly just look up TimePlay3HR or whatever thing and it'll be there. Um um, I think that's everything. You got yeah. anything? No, nothing. Cool. Wonderful. Next week, XO one. Um, lucky play with a controller. Yeah. Do you want me to? Yeah, okay. I, I have no idea what the PC controls are like, but it, but you want the triggers. You want the triggers. Okay. Sure. Triggers. Sure. Wonderful. Sure. Um, have a good rest of the work day. Thank you, and you have a good day yourself. Thank Whatever you. it is you're getting up to today. Uh, uh, admin, food, mm-hmm. hanging out. Got to go to Yu-Gi-Oh now. Nice. Uh, this evening. Wonderful. Yeah. Cool. Cool. See ya. Bye.